You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad and this weekend we're having some wonderful conversations with uh, people who are in the gig economy in Ireland and who have been working through uh, COVID and the impact it has been having on their life and we heard from Brian Kendi earlier on and uh, also from Mary Cotton and now we're going to have a chat with Sean Keane. So... Uh, We've had Sean here before, and I've got to know Sean over the years. It's always a pleasure and an honour, Sean, to have a chat with you. And thanks a million for taking the time. My pleasure, Aston. Thank you for having us on, sir. And as I said before we started talking there, I'm envious because you're on your way over to Tory Island. And while I've never made it to Tory Island, I've made it to Donegal, and it is a beautiful part of Ireland. It is, no doubt it is. It is a beautiful part of the, 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 the country up here, I, I have to say. I enjoy coming up here a lot, but I, as you say, I'm on my way to Tory Island, which uh, takes it a step further. It's an hour off the coast, and uh, we're halfway between Ireland and Scotland when you're up there in Tory. It's a wonderful place, full of music, full of great characters, and it's a place that I really enjoy to be. It has a great tradition in music, I should say. Like, it has produced fantastic performers and singers. It has indeed. Well, everybody in the island without, without I would like to say, 99% of the people on the island, I know, 100% I think, all kids of all ages and, and adults and everything, they all sing and play, and uh, the best of it is, you'll get a, a six-year-old doing a rap, or a ten-year-old doing a rap, or a Shano song, you know, it's yeah. all music. Yeah, yeah. It's all music. So yeah. Sean, we've all gone through lockdown, we've all gone through some tough times, so if you were to go back now to February, and you were to look out from February towards today, the end of July, you would have been looking at a different picture than has actually transpired over those four or five months. Oh, completely different, completely different. Uh, for us, it, 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 it was a sidewinder, the same as it is for everybody else in the world at the minute. But in, as regards the music business and the entertainment business in general, uh, it just came to a grinding halt. Um, and... The thing about it is, I suppose, none of us know when we're going to be able to get together and when we're going to be able to get back on stage again and so on. It's, it's, uh, it's a trying times, um, but I suppose all we can do is, like the rest of the world and everybody else, is wait until we see um, how this progresses and uh, what our limitations will be. It's, uh, it's a long time to be not playing music and not singing songs, and for a lot of people, it's a long time not hearing it and not going out. So, uh, I think it's very important, it needs to be considered, uh, I think people need the arts and they need entertainment and they need music, and God knows, I think a lot of people need to be brought, taken out of this dark hole that we're all in at the minute, because when you turn on the radio, it's COVID, 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 and in generally in the reports that you hear, I haven't heard many numbers of the people that have been cured from COVID, only all the people that die from it. Now, I don't know... You know, it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of negative news. It's a lot of news, I suppose, that people need to have. But it's 24 hours a day. It's constant, yeah. and that preys on the minds of people who are listening and tuning into it all the time. Um, I just hope that it changes often uh, sooner rather than later. Normally, when you're at home, you're in a nice, quiet part of County Galway. So. Uh, social distancing is a little bit easier than if you're living in a city or if you're living in an apartment block or anything like that. But the other challenge of that is you end up with isolation. Um, did you find in the community around Carlos Strand that some of the older people particularly 
were maybe more isolated and it was a challenge? Or were you hearing that? Oh, yes. An awful lot of people, like, uh, they wouldn't have their children in. Like, my daughter, Marilise, she was in college uh, doing a master's in, in UCG in Galway. And uh, she had to, I didn't see her. I only saw her. She came to the house uh, three weeks ago for the first time. And I hadn't seen her since, since, since uh, back in March, and since the shutdown. She didn't want to risk coming home because she was actually in the college at that stage. But um, that was not so bad for me. My other daughter was at home. And locally, there, there were no cases. And um, the people around me were getting on with their day-to-day lives, intermingling with the people that they always intermingle with, because out in rural Ireland, it's like a big family anyway. So it, 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 nobody seemed to have it in the parish or around the surrounding area. So we were lucky enough in that, in that sense. But for those people living in small towns or living in apartments and kind of isolated, that don't have their gardens and maybe small children, that is really, really tough on people. That's really tough. I, as you say, I'm out the country. I was very lucky enough to have a garden. I concentrate on that. I like to sow my vegetables. I keep bees and uh, that kind of stuff. So I was actually keeping my mind occupied. But for those people who didn't have that luxury of being, having a little garden or that, I would imagine it would be on very, very tough. Interesting you mentioned bees, because next week I'll be talking to James Morrissey, who wrote The Bees' Knees. Um, from he's, he's out in Connemara, and uh, J- James used to be the Sunday Business Post and some of the other uh, things, but a uh, classmate of mine at Garbley, and he has published a book, The Bees' Knees. We're going to talk okay. to him about that. Uh, all about beekeeping and the different varieties that are, are can be found in County Galway. Oh, yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I got into them kind of by, by uh, well, it was kind of accident. It was something that I always wanted to do. But a few swarms arrived into me in the last couple of years, and three weeks ago, a swarm came in, and a, a week later, another swarm came in. So I now have six swarms and six hives of bees that I didn't really plan on. So I'm almost... I'm, I'm almost... <laughs> A beekeeper against my will, because now I have to look after the poor creatures. <laughs> and they are so important, and their environment oh. has been threatened so much. Yeah, absolutely. But I love working with bees. It's, it's a beautiful interest. But I, again, I developed and I had time to work at it during the, 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 the lockdown. So there's a, as I say, there's a positive to every minus. So that brings me then to another little uh, area, I suppose. And that, you know, as a songwriter... Situations like this, upset in people's lives, challenges, change, they are the source of inspiration. Have you been able to sit down and formulate any ideas? Are there things going on in your head? There are things going on in my head, Austin, but really, I don't know. It's kind of the way it, it, it came on me is... It was almost like it set me lethargic. It kind of almost like shook me down as a, a musician and a, a, an artist and so on. You know, there was kind of it had how would I say it? It had a kind of a strange effect on me, to be honest, and still really has. I haven't played an awful lot of music since the the, the, the COVID, and I haven't sang many songs since the COVID. It was it's like as if I went into a bit of hibernation or something. It's it has, it's, it's probably taken its toll on me in that kind of a sense. I really haven't played music, or I haven't had the enthusiasm to go and play music and to do that. Other people I know have, and they're churning out a lot of stuff and everything. Now, I have a lot of ideas written down and, and stuff like that, 
and things to work with. But it's not it's not the same energy or something as when you're out and about and you're you're in the zone, the musical zone, kind of 24 hours a day. It's almost like I dropped the ball. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you it's mean. Kind of, I do. I do. I, I don't really. I know. I don't really know how to describe it, but it kind of has set me. I don't know. Set me back in that way. It's like, in a way, I suppose, uh, I would, I'm far from a musician, but I have a guitar that I keep upstairs, and I'm conscious that if I take it out of the sitting room, I don't pick it up. Yeah. And I was, we have a singing circle that we do once a month, and I was going to a few sing songs, and I'm finding, as well, like you just say, there isn't the same motivation. Exactly. There isn't the same motivation. Although it's important times to be writing about, and I think every artist out there is writing about it, the effects it's having on everyone, and the variations, the variables that for everybody's life, how it's affecting people. People who had jobs and doing uh, professional people a few months ago are now out of work, and they're going to have to replan uh, and reshape their lives. It's 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 detrimental. It's huge, and it's huge change. And I hope it's it's positive change for a lot of people. Um, as for my situation, it's a change that I don't know when it is actually going to be possible for me to go out and do what I enjoy doing, which is standing in, in front of people and singing the song. But more than standing in front of them, it's the interaction, it's the, hu- it's the thing that we, makes us human, that interaction, the connectivity between us. When we get together in a venue and we, we play our music and we sing our songs and the reaction and the, that that rapport with the audience and that energy that is formed within a room of a, of a few hundred people of becoming one energy for those few hours that is a, it's something that I'm missing a lot mm-hmm. Now you're managing as we mentioned earlier on you're on your way to Tory because the lockdown had inhibited anybody's ability to go beyond initially was it 2 kilometres and then it got up to 20 kilometres and now you can actually travel around Ireland so yeah. that in itself it must be like you've been let out of jail. <laughs> it was, actually. I had, I came up here, uh, I think, last week, uh, two weeks ago, just the day after the lockdown, or two days after the lockdown, the restrictions were lifted. Right. I came up I came up to Tory, and it's been four days up there. And uh, I, I'm now deciding to go back up again for another few days. So it was. It was like it, it, such a sense of freedom. But there is now kind of a... a, a, a it's a little worrisome uh, and bothersome that, that it's, it's uh, I hope it goes, continues to go the same way as it's going um, that, that there are no more COVID cases in the country so that we can get back to some kind of normality but I think it's reshaping the world, it's reshaping our cities, it's reshaping people's lives in ways that we would never have dreamt of back in January or February I know Mary, my wife, was reading about the price of property or the demand for property in rural Ireland and how the Mm. demand has gone up 250% in an awful lot of uh, locales because people now find that they're well able to function outside of the city. Yes, but the whole city centre, I had an expert talking the other day and he says that the inner city as we know it is probably changing the world over because the, the big shops and the offices that people were, were, were working in are not there anymore. People are working from home. So if the businesses are not in there and the office workers are not in there to fund the coffee shops and the, the restaurants and everything else, well, there's no need for the offices. There's no need for the, 
there'd be no need for the, 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 the shops and so on. So they're saying that the inner cities will be residential areas. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge change in a, in a short time. Likewise, though, will it be a case of the likes of Athen Rye or Chum or um, Orn Moor or all these places um, have the potential to be revitalised? And that would be a blessing in itself. As they say, like, you know, there's, uh, there has to be a new beginning. If there's a, a change, there has to be an end and there has to be a beginning. So it is a, it's, it's certainly a big shift in that direction. Also. Right. So before lockdown happened, and uh, now that um, things are starting to move again, had you anything, any projects you were working on that you were kind of putting the shelf and that you need to pick up and that you're getting back into? Well, there was there was project. I had a lot of live uh, work um, lined up for this year, Austin. I was going to be doing the National Concert Hall with the RT Concert Orchestra, which is a concert I did last year. We're repeating it this year. It's something that I really enjoyed doing. I was really looking forward to that. I was going to do a tour in Austria back in uh, April. That had to be cancelled. Uh, I was meant to be going to Germany in November. I don't think that's going to be happening. So I had a lot of stuff on. Um, I was even thinking there was going to be a plan of going over there to yourselves, over there in Canada, over to Godrich Festival. Right. That uh, is, they're kind of going online doing something there with that. So the whole thing, uh, it was like uh, the whole calendar got wiped. Yeah, in a yeah. matter of an hour. So yeah. that was the way it was. And it, as I say, it's the same for a lot of other people too. Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah, um, it is. Sean, we're going to wrap up, and it's been fantastic t- chatting with you. And uh, I'm going to ask you, we're going to go out with a little piece of music of the large volume that you've recorded. Have you anything on the top of your head that you think might be really appropriate for the current time? Well, there's one song that I recorded um, uh, by a band called Lady Antebellum, and it's a song called Never Alone. And I think Never Alone is a song that um, I think runs to, uh, rings through at a time like this, because you're never really alone, but it's, it's a lonesome place to be. But um, I think it's an appropriate song to sing at a, a time like this, Austin. If you do have it there, it'd be nice. Nice. Indeed yeah. we do. And Sean, thanks a million as for the time. And you can find Sean on Facebook. And uh, he has uh, an active place site there. And when things get moving again, you'll be able to catch up. And hopefully we get to see you in Canada. And uh, when you get to Godridge, that you extend yourself about around Ontario as well. Yes, looking forward to it, Austin. My God, am I looking forward to that, sir. <laughs>